Family of God teaching series is brought to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International, Komi. These teachings provides every believer with the knowledge of the Kingdom of God. Tells of what is expected of children, belonging to the family of God and helping all become fruitful believers. Now listen to Pastor Funk. Series of Family of God, praise God. We, it is important for us to know what it takes, you know, to be a part of the family of God, and not only be a part of the family of God, but fitting and be relevant in the family of God. Because, like Sawi said, when the purpose of a team is not known, abuse is what inevitable. So it is important to know what it means to be a part of a family of God. What it means to be a child of God. What it means to be saved of God. Amen. What it means to be a new man in Christ. Praise the Lord. So today we are going to be starting on another teaching. This time around, we will not uh, take it lightly or, 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 or have an oversight of the fact that some of us may not understand some basic things about the Christian faith. Praise God. So we are going to be starting a new series titled The Christian Life. Amen. And with this teaching, we trust the Lord that at the end of it, we shall all be sure and be confident in this new life we have received through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And live as sons of the Lord. Amen. Alright, to start this teaching on, we are going to be focusing today on the law. The law. Amen. Galatians 2 verse 16 says, I do not, I mean verse 21, it says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For it is for if righteousness come by law, then Christ is dead in vain. Praise God. Now we must understand that the law of God, which was the commandments of God, is the expression of his will. The commandment of God is an expression of his will. Amen. This is what is the intent of our Father God. Praise God. And so this same commandment tells us what is right and what is wrong in the sight of our God. Being a part of the family of God, we must understand that the owner or the one who instituted the head of this family is God. Amen. And it's important we know what is right in the sight so that we can avoid doing what is wrong. Praise God. The God's law includes more than the Ten Commandments that we know. Praise God. They are more than that. As a matter of fact, they are over 400. Praise God. So we have over 400 commandments that were delivered through the prophet Moses to the people of God. Amen. You can read that in Exodus chapter 20. So we break, when we break God's law as his children, what happens? We commit sin. And we know that sin results in death. When we break God's commandments, when we go against the will of God, the Father, Amen. We commit sin, and that is going against the will of God. And can lead to death. 
Amen. Also, the 
good because I'm morally sound. I don't do what some people do. I don't cheat. I don't do this. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm just good. It is not enough. It is not enough. You are still under the law. Praise the law. And so because of that, having the law and doing the law alone does not make you right with God. And the law told men what they should do, but he could not give them the power to do it. The law gives you what to do. You don't do this or you do this. But it doesn't empower you to actually get it done. The law could not only show man what sin was and condemn the sinner and show the man that he is in need of what? A savior. The law shows you what is wrong, shows you what you should do, but it doesn't empower you. Again, it doesn't, it doesn't save you from sin. It doesn't forgive you from sin. It condemns the sinner. The only thing good that it does is actually makes you see the need for what? A savior. Praise God. The purpose of the law is to bring us to Christ. That we might be justified by faith. We see that in Galatians 3 and verse 24 it says, Wherefore, the Lord was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. The Lord demanded perfect obedience. You see, under the law, that I give him 99.5 does not make, give me a password. It has to be 100% as it is. So it should be. That was the law. Praise God. So the law demanded perfect obedience. So everyone who broke God's holy law came under the curse of the law. Because we have broken God's law, we were condemned to what? Death. But Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. How did he do this? By his death for us. Remember, the mega price for sin is what? Death. And the only way God could deliver us from sin and death, the penalty of death, is for him to stand in our place and die in our place. Amen. But Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Praise God. How did he do this? By his death on the cross, he bore the penalty of the broken law for us. Galatians 3 and verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, be made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every man, everyone that hangeth on a tree. Praise God. So Christ not only delivered us from the curse of the law, he also delivered us from the dominion of the law. Remember, the law shows you what to do, what not to do, but it doesn't empower you. And it has all the full right to do what condemn you when you go wrong. So Christ's death did what? Redeemed us from the law and also gave us dominion over the law. Romans 6 and verse 14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under what? 
grace. So as children of God, we show our Heavenly Father that we love Him by doing what? Keeping His commandments. But how do we get that done? Without any fault. The Lord Jesus has done something to make this possible. And what was that? After His death and His ascension, what did He do? He poured out His Spirit. Through His Spirit, He has made it possible for us to have Him living in us. Christ now lives in us. Praise God. And so the Lord Jesus came back to live in us through His Spirit so that He might fulfill the righteous law of the Lord in us. Are we understanding? The presence of the Holy Spirit in every believer is the empowerment he or she needs to fulfill the righteous co commands, amen, the requirements of the Word of God. And so we know that Christ is the one that has made it possible for us to be brought back to God's family. Which we lost when the first man fell. Amen. So now we're back into the family of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. John 3 16. For God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So all he took was what? Receive the love of God, ask him for his forgiveness, believe in the son. As your Lord and Pastor Savior, He lives in you in the true Spirit, and He does what empowers you to fulfill the commandments of God. Praise God, and that is why today we can call what a Christian, a Christian. But we need to understand what exactly it means to be a Christian. Let's lay this foundation today. Who is a Christian, or what is? Christian. A Christian is someone who understands that everyone sins. First of all, you must do understand that there is a signature somewhere. That everyone born of a woman here on earth comes with. Amen. So we must understand that everyone has seen one way or the other or possess the nature of sin and that God is what? Perfect. And only Jesus can reconcile us back to what? God. Only Jesus can make you, you know, remove, deliver us, redeem us from the nature of sin and be restored back to God, receiving the nature of God, which we call a new creature, yeah? or a new man. Praise God. So God sent His only begotten Son, Jesus, to die, to die for the sins of the world, as we know from John 3 and verse 16. And because Jesus is sinless, God accepted His sacrifice and raised Him up from the dead. That sacrifice is the only thing that can reconcile us to God. Nothing can do or nothing we ever do will be sufficient to earn us the salvation of God. Praise God. Only Jesus, believing in the Lord Jesus, having him as our Lord and Savior. 
smaller than this. Praise God. It comes from the Greek word little Christ. Amen. Specifically, it means people who choose to believe in and obey the teachings of our Lord Jesus Christ. And who strive to live as our Lord Jesus Christ lived here on earth. Amen. So the first living as Christ does not just save us, but it also has two important purposes. Amen. Living as Christ does what? It does not just save us, but it does two very important purposes in the life of every believer. One, the first is that it helps us identify, okay, those who actually trust the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's read 1 John chapter 5 and verse 2. 1 John 5, 2. 1 John 5, 2 says, By this we know that we love the, we love the children of God, when we love God and keep His word, commandments. So the first thing is that it makes us identify those who trust in Jesus for their salvation. And the second is that Jesus his actions show us what the appropriate way to respond to God's blessing. Jesus' actions shows us the appropriate way to, you know, respond to the blessing of God, the blessing of God's salvation. Amen. And we can see that from John chapter 14 and John chapter 15. So to be a Christian is to interact with God and others like Jesus did. When Jesus was on earth, was he known to talk to God? Was he known to have time for God? Would he be wanting when there is service? Would he be wanting when there is Bible study? Those things tell if you, if, if, as a believer, if you, don't, if you don't practicalize it, it tells if you actually joined Jesus on earth. If you actually trusted him or not. Amen. So the modern usage of the word Christian does not typically include the original definition. Today, it means someone who trusts Jesus for their salvation. But the word is also used in ways that are completely inaccurate and goodly wrong children. One is that a Christian is not someone who belongs to a cult that mentions Jesus, but he does not follow the truth of the Bible. So being a Christian is not that you, you join a group of people, okay, that call the name of Jesus, but you know that calling the name of Jesus, they don't use the Bible to call the name of Jesus, they don't read the Bible, they don't even believe in the truth of the word of God, but they use the name Jesus. That is not Christianity. Don't be, don't be deceived, amen. We just preach a teaching on uh, deception. You can go back to it. Don't be deceived that they are calling the name of Jesus. Does not make it the gathering of Christ. Or, or, or let's call it. It doesn't make it the, the family of God. Amen. Another thing that the, 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 the word is there does not mean is when someone, amen, was born into a Western uh, society. Because as we believe, especially in Africa here, we believe that Christianity belongs to the white man. 
the representative belongs to the Western world. That is not Christianity. Amen. Also, a Christian is not someone whose parents were believers and who went to church as a child. That you went to church with your parents as a child, or your parents were good believers who went to church, does not automatically make you a Christian. Amen. Romans 6, verse 9, Romans 9, verse 6 to 18 will help you understand that. Praise God. Again, the Christian is not someone who once said a prayer and then rejected God for the rest of his life. That he once said a prayer of salvation and after that you were never found in a local church, you were not rooted in the word of God. In fact, there was nothing God about you anymore for some reasons. Doesn't make you a Christian. Amen. You see that in Jude chapter 1. If you reject God, you don't have the life of God. You don't belong to his family. Also, a Christian is not someone who thinks Jesus was a good man and did good things, but does not believe that Jesus is God and the Son of God. You know, some people believe that Jesus was a very good man that came on earth to lead. Yes, he said he did good things, he was nice to people, he loved people. But no, 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 we don't believe it's so. Anyone who does that is still not a Christian. You see that in Matthew chapter 19. Amen. Also, a Christian is not someone who believes he must complete certain duties to be saved. If you believe that you must do some one or two things in addition to the prayer of salvation, then you are not practicing the faith in Christ. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8 to 9 says, let's read that first. It says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should do what? Boast. So it has nothing to do with your impute as a person. Being a Christian has nothing to do with your impute as a person. Amen. So, no certain duties are required from you. Praise God. And also, a Christian is not someone who does good deeds. Not at all. Not at all. Praise God. So, what is a Christian? Some people believe he is someone who relies on Jesus alone for his or her salvation, which is true, okay? Again, some others also believe it is meant for someone who strives to be like Jesus. However, we must understand that it has to be someone who relies on Jesus alone for his or her salvation and also must be one who strives to be like Jesus. It is not just enough to receive the gift of salvation. It helps you better to live that life when you strive to do what Jesus did or do what Jesus instructs. Amen. So being a Christian literally means to believe and follow Jesus Christ. You believe and follow Jesus Christ. Nothing more and nothing less. You believe in him, you follow him. And following Jesus, like we have been hearing since the beginning of this year, which is our year of reward, following Jesus for increase. He's doing his commandments, obeying the word of God, giving yourself to prayers, 
and supplication in men, giving yourself the study of the word of God. We will further learn more of these activities, more of these requirements that help us with, you know, live the Christian life as we should and uh, be pleasing unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we come to the end of this teaching this morning. Let's rise up on our feet and ask the Lord God to give us revelation of this new life we have received in Christ. The revelation of what it means to be little Christ and be empowered to live like little Christ here on earth in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin oh, to pray. We believe you have been blessed watching and listening to this teaching. We invite you to watch and listen to more Pluru teachings by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos of these series and other series. Or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. We would like to hear from you via email, if you made the prayer of salvation and would like to share your testimonies from this ministration. Grace to you.